Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is, and always will be, our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, an award-winning tour showcasing Asheville's spectacular rooftop views and fascinating city history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food with reserved seating and transportation included. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net. And on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who inspire others to choose and maintain a healthy lifestyle. You know, back in the day, trying to break free from eating meat and other processed foods was a lonely journey. It was hard to find a restaurant and eat anything but lettuce or a side of fried okra, but not anymore. Vegan restaurants are popping up all over the world, and my guest today is providing opportunities for us to get out there and experience a vegan-friendly world. Kim Giovacco is the owner of Veg Johnson Journeys, and she connects with local vegans. She supports vegan businesses like restaurants and food tours and vegan cooking schools and so much more. And Kim, it is so wonderful to have you back on Speaking of Travel. I'm so happy to be here again, Marilyn. Thanks so much. Well, Kim, I am a big fan. I've been following you and your vegan tours for a long time. I think when we last talked, it was... It was so long ago. You've been doing this for quite a while, right? I had uh, two good years before COVID started. <laughs> but yeah, I started my business um, in 2016 part-time and then in 2017 full-time. So almost five years. Wow. You have really been kicking it into full gear too. I know that it it must have been quite I don't know. I I wouldn't even know how to describe what happened when COVID uh, March 2020. What was that like for you when that happened? It was pretty terrible. Um, 2020 was starting out as a really good year. Uh, At the beginning of the year, half my tours were sold out already. 
I had one tour, the first tour of the year was going at the end of March, and that was to Portugal. I spent an entire month just on cancellations. So I even had, besides the tours, I had some private clients in April that were going on two separate trips to Asia, and I had made so many reservations for them. And yeah, it was it was definitely sad. But you've come out now on the other end, and and you actually were able to lead a tour last year in September 2021 to Tuscany. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, uh, it was a small group. Um, I kept it to just seven people, and they their tour had basically been canceled uh, for two years. So they were really happy to go, and um, it was definitely quite a few hurdles to be able to enter Italy but we all felt that it was well worth the trouble. We felt very safe in Italy. We felt like COVID was was taken more seriously there than in parts of the US. Even just little things, like we hardly saw anyone wearing cloth masks. It was all N95 and surgical masks. You know, you had to be vaccinated to basically go inside anywhere. They didn't always check, but you never knew when they were going to check. So you had to be prepared. Yeah, luckily, everything went without a hitch. Um, Everyone tested negative before leaving Italy and coming back to the U.S. So we were really grateful to be able to go. I'm so glad that was a, 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 you know, back back last year in 2021, people were starting to venture back out and Mm -hmm. What I'd been hearing, too, was that once you were there in the other country, especially in Italy, that people were in compliance and and things were were a little safer. You felt a little safer. But let's talk. Let's talk about these vegan tours. Give us a little idea, Kim, of, you know, what was going on for you when you decided to begin this uh, this venture and and take people out. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So I've been vegetarian for 35 years and then vegan for almost seven years. I actually had never been on a group tour because I didn't want to be limited in my food choices. I didn't want to be taken to activities that possibly exploited animals. So I traveled to about 40 countries on my own before starting my business. And I actually had wanted to be a travel agent since I was 17. So this career was actually 37 years in the making. I did have some positions that were in the travel industry and I just organized all of my travel on my own. I would either travel solo or sometimes um, small groups of friends would come with me and just leave the organizing to me. And it was something that I love to do. So yeah, I just thought, well, what I'm looking for really isn't out there and I should just start something myself. So I started Veg Johnson Journeys part-time while I still had a full-time job. Yeah, I would I would definitely recommend that as the way to go. So you're finding, I guess I'm, you know, I've been a vegetarian for as long as you have, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't broached into the vegan world. But, you know, back not that long ago, it seemed like vegan was, you know, a little bit more exotic and not sure what that lifestyle was all about. But today it's very mainstream. 
And I'm wondering when you travel around the world, vegan restaurants are, are a happening thing around the world? Absolutely. So I wanted to mention that just last week in the travel section of the New York Times, there is an article about uh, vegan travel going mainstream, that it's no longer on the fringe. I have found that, especially in Europe, the vegan scene is much more active than it is in the US. So not only are there a lot of vegan restaurants, I mean, I think London has 115 vegan restaurants. Berlin has, I don't know, probably close to 100. And even places like Budapest have close to 50 vegan, not just vegetarian, vegan. In Berlin, there's also a small grocery store chain that's completely vegan and completely vegan hotels have been proliferating throughout Europe. There are a couple that are in major cities, but most of them do tend to be in the countryside, especially in Italy and Austria and Germany. Wow. Well, that I guess just shows that this lifestyle is working. Uh, th- th- there are people yeah, all over the world. It's definitely not a fad. It's here to stay. <laughs> it's here to stay. Well, Kim, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about what tours you're looking at offering as we move into the into the new year. And also, I want to talk more about this this lifestyle and what being vegan, and certainly what's becoming more mainstream now, the plant-based diet is all about. And how can people find out more information on uh, Veg Johnson Journeys? My website is vegjohnsonjourneys.com, and Facebook and Instagram are the same names. Easy enough. Well, Kim, thank you. I can't wait to come back and talk more about about this, I'm thinking that for for people who really want to kickstart this year into a better way of living, there's so many benefits, and I want to learn more about them. So this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Kim Giovaco, the owner of Veg Jaunts and Journeys. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Kay. At Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, we put you in the middle of experiencing Asheville like no one else can. With an expert guide by your side, you'll have an all-access pass to what makes Asheville so unique. Our sense of place, history, and awe, along with great food and drinks and spectacular views. We follow safety protocols on every tour. Come experience why TripAdvisor awarded our company the 2020 Traveler's Choice Award placing us in the top 10% of attractions worldwide. To learn more about us and our award-winning tours, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. And my guest today is Kim Giovaco, the owner of Veg Johnson Journeys. And we're talking about vegan restaurants, vegan lifestyle, vegan tours. And Kim, you've been doing this now for quite some time. Are you finding that you're 
audience is getting bigger, that more people are like tuning in and wanting to go along with you on these trips? Yes, veganism is definitely growing. And I've recently started some new tours that I think it was a little bit scary because my in in one way my audience is smaller but in the in another way it's larger so besides just veganism there's some people that eat a very healthy diet which is called whole foods plant based no oil and a lot of times they're told to eat no oil under doctors recommendations if they have a heart condition so people had been asking me if they could eat no oil uh, on my tours. And it's virtually impossible to do that if you're dining out. It's very easy to do at home because you can just substitute vegetable broth or water, you know, when you're sauteing, it, it's no problem. But restaurants don't know about this yet. So I had told them, no, it, it, that would be pretty difficult. And then I had the idea um, to rent a really big house and bring a chef along and all the meals would be cooked at the house. And when we go out sightseeing during the day, we would have bagged lunches with us. So I organized a tour to Maine for September of this year, and it basically sold out in one day. And so then I added another one to Charleston with a day trip to Savannah. There'll be another one in Asheville. And I think now that half my tours are going to go in this direction. And so that was something that came out of COVID for me. That was a really big surprise. I had no intention of doing tours in the U.S., but we plan to do a lot around the national parks in the U.S. And that's a place where it's very difficult to find plant-based food. So when you go to the locations that are going to be near the national parks in the U.S. And are you going to do what you're doing in Maine and rent a house and bring the chef and do it that way? Exactly. And so where previously I had been doing tours to vegan-friendly cities in Europe, now we can go places that are not vegan friendly because all we need is a grocery store. That is really awesome. It's so refreshing to know that we can change and do things differently and still have great results. Exactly, exactly. And there'll also be time during the tours for people to learn to cook this way if they want to, because the chef is very happy to give instruction. And there'll be a lot of time to just relax at the house and socialize. Well, it's so nice because you've got like-minded people who all have the same lifestyle choice. And this is why they're attracted to what you're doing. And, and what fun that must be for everybody to engage with each other and get to know each other. Definitely. Some people even join the tour because they don't necessarily eat that way at this point in time, but they like the idea of not dining out three times a day. That makes so much sense. And the idea of learning how to do it and having your own personal chef is, it's just very clever and, and even more intimate, it seems. Definitely. Yeah. So as you're moving forward, Kim, are you thinking that you'll still be doing the European tours and the U.S. tours? And what about Canada? Is that included too? 
yes, we will definitely go to Canada, probably starting in 2024. There'll still be the European tours, especially to, you know, the blockbuster places like Italy and Portugal. I have a partner in Europe that leads some tours for me. She's fluent in six languages. She's an American that's been living in in Europe for probably 25 years. So uh, my, my travelers are in really good hands with her. But then I will probably only do one or two European tours myself. Honestly, I have a real dilemma now because I love where I live so much outside of Asheville that I hate to leave here. <laughs> I never thought that I would ever say that. <laughs> well, you said it out loud now, Kim. So... <laughs> I totally understand. And I, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about that because this is an area for sure where people have been eating vegan diets and, you know, alternative lifestyle dietary choices. Give us a little idea of what even a vegan lifestyle is all about. I don't even know if everybody understands what that means. Okay, so I think a lot of people are hearing the term plant-based recently as well. For me, the main difference between plant-based and vegan is that plant-based is a diet, but vegan is a lifestyle. So most vegans would not only eat animal products, but they wouldn't use any animal products. So, you know, we wouldn't buy household cleaners or things that were tested on animals and we definitely wouldn't wear any animal products. So, you know, and it's absolutely fine if it takes someone a while to get to that point. And I try to definitely meet people where they are and not make it intimidating and just be as resourceful as I can to them. And then the plant-based, you're talking not even, what is that? Like, what is that compared to, to vegan? I would say the food is similar. Maybe plant-based is a little more lenient. You know, right now there are are a lot of fast food restaurants that are advertising plant-based, plant-based, but vegans don't normally eat those things because it might be something like a plant-based burger, but then it's with regular mayonnaise. So A vegetarian can eat that, but a vegan wouldn't eat it. Or maybe the bun isn't vegan for some reason. So we're really happy to see all of these um, changes coming to mainstream places. But the target audience for these things are really not vegans. I totally get that. So you really have to. But it's great that it's happening. It is great that it's happening. So, Kim, tell us again how people can get more information about Veg Johnson Journeys and and how we can get up with you. And, you know, I really like the idea that maybe people aren't vegan right now, but being around other people who are happy and Mm -hmm. healthy and really digging this lifestyle would be good to kind of get you in the in the in that frame of mind. 
Absolutely. So my website is vegjohnsonjourneys.com. The tours for 2022 and even going into 2023 are listed on there. There's about 10 tours right now. And right, you don't have to be vegan to join one of our tours. You only have to eat vegan food when you're with our group. And so it is a really, really good learning experience for people that want to try it out for a week because every everyone in the group is happy to share easy ways to make this transition if for people that are interested. That is so great. And it's so nice that you have all these options to go here in the US, to stay here in Asheville, to go overseas. You've you've made a very comprehensive and open way for people to get involved. And that's really awesome. It's so great to have you on Speaking of Travel, Kim. Thanks so much, Marilyn. It was great to be here. Well, we'll definitely catch up again because I want to find out how your tours went and and catch up because there's always something new going on with you. And I really appreciate that. That sounds great. Thanks. Well, thanks, Kim. I know I'm looking forward to coming on one of your tours. Well, let me tell you, if you're looking for a perfect winter getaway right now with plenty of waterfalls and scenic views and iconic forests and wonderful trails for hiking, you're in for a treat. Coming up next is Clark Lovelace of the Brevard Transylvania Chamber of Commerce and Tourism Development in the beautiful North Carolina mountains. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Diana Ralston, founder and executive director of Candade, a national nonprofit movement rallying people to become catalysts for change in their own communities. Candade motivates volunteers across the country to work on programs like wildfire restoration, community murals, bike and skateboard builds for disadvantaged youth, and distributing clean drinking water to communities in need post-disaster. Candade is based on the simple belief that everyone has the ability and desire to give back and do good. As it turns out, doing good feels good, which generates even more good and creates a ripple effect of goodness. The Candade movement is growing. Our positive experiences turn first-time volunteers into lifers. To learn more about our work, make a donation, or join the movement, please check out Candade.org. That's C-A-N-D-A-I-D dot O-R-G. Why not make the most of the beautiful winter season and plan your next vacation or staycation to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains? Create your perfect winter wonderland adventure in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com is a 900-page online guide covering a nearly 100-mile radius around Asheville, North Carolina. There are so many special places and awe-inspiring vistas around nearly every corner. And this is the perfect time to create safe and memorable adventures across Western North Carolina. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold. 
Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. Well, I have to say, I am loving winter in Western North Carolina so far. And it's no secret, this is a snowy, fun winter destination. And when it comes to winter getaways, the mountains here have no shortage of waterfalls, scenic highways, scenic views, iconic forests, and just so many wonderful trails for hiking. One of my very favorite places to visit in the winter is the Brevard area in Transylvania County. With a deep focus on conservation, Transylvania County in the Brevard area has it all going on with just magnificent scenery and over half the county is in public land. Well, I always look forward to having Clark Lovelace, the Executive Director of the Brevard Transylvania Chamber of Commerce and Tourism Development Authority on Speaking of Travel, to catch us up on what's happening in this breathtakingly beautiful region of the world. If you're looking for an incredible winter vacation, this is certainly the place to be. And Clark, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. Thank you, Marilyn, for having me back. It's wonderful to be here. Well, Clark, I love having you on Speaking of Travel in all seasons because there's always such a a wonderful vibe going on over in your neck of the woods, no matter what the seasons are. And I know you just had a little uh, a little winter storm going on down there. That must have given everybody a lot of excitement to get out in nature and really enjoy the weather. So what what's going on down there right now? Uh, we were blessed with. Um some snow um, a little over a week ago. And, you know, I think winter sort of sometimes is the overlooked season. Uh, in many ways, it has a number of unique things that you really can't get any other time of year. Some of those, you know, incredible views, uh, honestly, uh, put a little bit of snow on some trees and on the ground, and, and they're even more incredible than they are in the summertime. Also in the winter, when you do those winter hikes, honestly, you, you realize how all the leaves sometimes get a little bit in the way. So they actually, um, it extends the view in many cases. So there's always plenty to do. Uh, also on my short list is, you know, waterfall searching with photography in mind. We have so many great, gorgeous waterfalls that you can take photos of in the winter, sometimes frozen, sometimes moving, but with beautiful winter scenery around it. The Blue Ridge Parkway, uh, it actually closes down to um, vehicle traffic. So people will go cross-country skiing and hiking uh, on roads that they normally can't do that on. And then, of course, we just have a lot of great things to offer. That A brew in the summer is nice, but maybe getting that brew in the winter warms you up a little bit. And we're blessed with five wonderful uh, local breweries here in uh, Transylvania County. Well, there's nothing better than getting out into the fresh powdered snow and then hanging out in a warm, cozy brewery, downing some really good brews. And you've got so many trails. I want to talk a little bit about that because so much of what your county is made of is outdoor living, outdoor hiking and looking at the waterfalls. Let's talk a little bit about those trails, Clark, because... Winter must be a really good time to get out there on the trails. For sure. Uh, As you said earlier, over 50% of our land in Transylvania County is public land. Uh, We are blessed with Pisgah National Forest, DuPont State Forest, and Gorgeous State Park. Those are kind of the big three. But actually, we have a a lesser known and more rustic uh, Headwaters State Forest, and then a little bit of even Nantahala 
uh, National Forest. So five different public lands all here in Transylvania County. And what it means is if you're not really an avid hiker and you're kind of just beginning, we have some great hikes for you. Actually, Moore Cove Falls in, um, in Pisgah National Forest is to me a great first hike. It was really the first real hike that I did with, with my two daughters when they were probably you know three or four years old. But you also have lengthy all-day long hikes, even multi-day hikes in, in Pisgah, like the Art Loeb Trail. And then, of course, with DuPont, with Gorgeous State Park, it, it really just depends what you want to do. But you can spend uh, a couple of hours or a couple of days. And we're so blessed to have those options. Well, I agree. And I have to say, Clark, one of the, as I mentioned earlier, as far as, you know, the way that you approach conservation and safety and really looking out for your guests, making sure that, you know, that they have a a happy and fun experience, but also a safe experience. Let's talk a little bit about your programs that you have, your waterfall safety program and uh, your version of Leave No Trace. Sure. I think um, our board and organization was really forward thinking. And going back to, at this point, I think we're looking at a good six years ago, the board specifically saw the value of our public lands, the importance of our public lands, and said, we want to help make sure that they're around for a long time. And so we reached out to our, our, you know, public land managers and through various conversations, uh, the first thing we did was they all agreed, all the public land managers said safety around waterfalls is an issue. And so that turned into a waterfall safety campaign. We kind of renew and and rejuvenate it each year. Uh, Currently, you know, be waterfall wise uh, is the, the slogan with a list of waterfall safety tips and we, we've noticed a drop-off. Uh, and, and so we're happy that, that serious uh, injuries and even deaths are down. Also, uh, Leave It Better is our good behavior in public land campaign, um, sort of based uh, on, on Leave No Trace. You know, our, our goal is don't just pack out what you packed in, but if you see some other litter while you're out there, go ahead and take care of that. And that, of course, extends to, you know, taking care of all the creatures and and um, plant life while you're out there, being uh, courteous to other users. I mean, so all all the good behavior things that you need to do. Uh, we feel like it's our job to help inform folks. Most folks, I think, want to do good, but sometimes they just don't know. And so our goal is to educate, especially the visitors um, that are coming here from elsewhere. Well, that just makes people want to go there more. And I, you know, I just want to give a big shout out to you and your team and your board and and the people who care, who are making a difference. These are models that we all need to learn about so more and more counties and states and countries even can can be looking at these kind of models. And I bet as we're going into when you're in this winter season, the rates down there must be really good, right? Well, for sure. I think I, I, I'm remiss for not having said it yet. Two, uh, two big reasons for coming in the wintertime are a, you're not going to have the crowds that you're going to have during the, the busiest times of year. And B, you're not going to have the rates you're going to have during the busiest times of year. And so, you know, it's a great opportunity to kind of have a little bit more of paradise to yourself uh, and not have it cost an arm and a leg. And and honestly, you can come, you know, when the winter weather is there or we're the type of climate to where every winter, 
you have a few days every month that are unseasonably warm and actually it feels like a spring day or it feels like a fall day. So for last minute travelers, we definitely find that it's great to within a week window say, ooh, let's make that great trip to Brevard. Well, I am making that great trip to Brevard next month, Clark, and I can't wait to get down there and check out just all of these beautiful, beautiful experiences that you have to offer. And tell us, how can we all go and get the information we need to make our plans? Sure. Well, I look forward to you coming, and we have a we have a hat or a shirt uh, with, with Brevard on it, with your name uh, written on it. So um, we'd love to have you stop by. For everyone, please visit explorebrevard.com. you find lots of information. Our social channels are also under Explore Brevard. Uh, our goal is to provide you with all the information and tips that you need for having a fun visit. And while you're here, our visitor center. I can't promise that hat like I just promised to Maryland, but we I can promise you good service. Well, not only are you going to promise everybody good service, but you're going to have everybody just wanting to come back season after season because one visit to that area is just not enough. And Clark, I can't wait to have you when the weather starts to shift a little bit and, you know, flowers start to bloom and hear about what's happening in Brevard and Transylvania County come springtime. So thank you so much for being our feet on the ground over there. My pleasure, Marilyn. You know, I'm not short on words. So anytime you need it, you give me a call and I look forward to talking more about what a great place we have here. All right, Clark. Well, I'll see you soon. And I always appreciate the update. Well, if you're thinking of traveling by air and maybe you haven't been on a plane in a while, Stay tuned for Tina Kinsey at the Asheville Regional Airport. She's going to fill us in on what's new and help you find the answers you need to make your plans. So stay tuned. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals, don't eat them. Go solar, coexist. Don't buy a dog, rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville, Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You know, I've heard from a good many people out there who have been traveling lately by air again. And it sounds like air travel is still a little confusing if you haven't done your homework, especially if it's been a while since you were anywhere on a plane. But we all want to get back on a plane and go visit our friends and family and have some really great adventures. I know there are a lot of questions out there, so I'm glad to have back with me Tina Kinsey, Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport, to fill us in on what's new and help you find the answers you need. And Tina, it's so great to have you back. This has been kind of a travel month for you, right? It has been, yes. And I'm on a slight hiatus before I go again. Wow. Well, I guess when you work in an airline, airport industry, traveling should be what it's about. So welcome back. I'm glad you're here. 
and you're right there on the ground and in the air. So let's talk a little bit about air travel and what it's like. When you've been traveling lately, have you found things to be a little bit different or what should we know when we start thinking about a trip? Sure, absolutely. I think it's just a good reminder that masks, you know, when you're flying nowadays, you are masked from the moment you enter the airport until you exit your arrival airport. So it's taken very seriously. When I have gotten on airplanes of late, uh, even the pilots will come on the uh, overhead announcements while you're sitting there in your seat, and they will very strongly advise you that you are to wear your mask the entire time. And I think it's just a an effort to make sure that everybody's doing what they need to do and to encourage respectful behavior. And you're finding that that to be true? Oh, yeah. I I have had have felt very uh, comfortable. Um, You know, everybody is has been in compliance. The planes are very full. People are traveling again. So, you know, be prepared for that. And I think now with Omicron, I think it's important for travelers to really do their homework ahead of time. Make sure that you understand travel requirements uh, at your destination, especially international. Lots and lots of things are changing in terms of what your testing requirements are and if you might need to quarantine. And we've even seen some changes domestically, like into Hawaii. So it's really important to understand what the rules are. But Airlines are great. They are providing lots of good resources on their websites when you book your tickets. And I know you have a a section on your website called Travel Smart, and you answer a lot of questions and you even have a QA and a section. What's the website so people can get on there and find out more just right here from Asheville Airport? Sure. So our website is flyavl.com. And it's easy to find. You can just search Travel Smart or go to our social hub and you'll find it there. Well, I've tried that a number of times, going there and seeing what's new. And it's always current. There are things that are happening that we all need to know about. Your website also talks about a lot of things that are going on right there at the airport. And in the almost two full years now, Tina, that we've been talking about the airline industry and the Asheville Regional Airport and how things are changing, you know, from the beginning when you were first getting those sprays for the disinfectant and all of your new health-related safety protocols, There are now new things still happening at the airport. Let's talk a little bit about that. I was reading about this cash to card kiosk, and I was curious what that even is. Well, believe it or not, there are people who are traveling who either forget their credit card or they come, they travel with stacks of cash. Um, to pay for everything that they need. And in today's world, really, you need a, you need a credit card to pay for a lot of things. Um, your bag fees, you know, the, the ticket counters are not going to accept cash. Parking facilities, we are a credit card only parking facility. So you need that. So we have installed a passenger service and it's kind of a reverse ATM. So for a small fee for $6, you can uh, put in cash up to $1,000 and you will receive a credit card that is, you know, can be used just like any other credit card. 
So you can take it off premise anywhere, like a credit card. Sure. Absolutely. Yep. And just spend it until the funds you fed into it have uh, exhausted. Wow, that is really customer service right there. And I know that there are times when people are at the airport waiting for their flights and wandering around. And one thing that has always been very comforting and impressive about the Asheville Regional Airport is uh, your love of music and the arts. And right now you have a new artwork showcase. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, great. So um, we're excited about this. Once a year, we use the art gallery at the airport to showcase student artwork in the region. So in the past, we have had artwork from kindergartners all the way up through college students, from public schools, private schools, charter schools, colleges, all across the region. And this time we have a special treat. We have an exhibit that is featuring Master of Fine Arts students at Western Carolina University, their artwork. And so, you know, we really want to highlight those students and the show is fabulous. So I encourage anybody who's in the airport, just take a minute and go pop in and take a look at the great talent that is exhibited there. That is really nice. I know that looking at art is so decompressing. You know, you're maybe stressed out, you're excited, you've got all these emotions, and here you can wander through this gallery and just really enjoy the the artwork. And Tina, I, I just want to ask you, because you're in the airport all the time, and now you're going to other airports as well. When you're in the airport, are you finding that that you have like this level of comfort, like you know that things are are sound and and you've got all the tools that you need right there? I really do. I think that, you know, this pandemic was particularly hard on the hospitality and tourism industry. And of course, air travel was no different. And we've always been an industry that really focuses on the needs of those who are flying and helping that experience be as positive and safe as possible. And so, you know, we were just already, our minds were geared in direction. And so when you go in lots of airports across the country, you know, you're, there's kind of a common thread through them all. You see their signage about health and safety. You see the mask wearing, you see lots of hand sanitizer stations. You, you know, there's, there's definitely um, that visible focus on health and safety that gives you peace of mind. And there's, you know, there's that feeling that you're in a community that you've got the art, you've got the music, you've got people who care about them, who live in that area, who are right there to be of service. And you definitely have that going on at the Asheville Regional Airport. We have so, you know, we are definitely a part of our community and we all live here. We're all neighbors, you know, so we want it to be an excellent experience. And tell us again, Tina, how we can get more information and get on your newsletter, The Window Seat. Sure. Flyavl.com is our website. That's the, that's the portal to everything. You can connect with us in so many ways, including signing up for our monthly e-newsletter. Well, Tina, thank you. You're always our portal to know more about what's going on and keep us current. And I want to thank you again for being on Speaking of Travel and look forward to catching up with you again. Great. Thank you so much, Marilyn.
Well, thanks, Tina, and thanks to Kim and Clark for being on Speaking of Travel this week. You know, I seem to be feeling a new sense of urgency when it comes to travel this year. I mean, think about it. We're not getting any younger, and we just lost a couple of years of what could have been some pretty epic travel times. I don't want to say any of us are feeling desperate to get away, but I think we're wanting to at least begin planning some sort of big bucket list trip for the future. In fact, today is plan a vacation day, so get started. You know, there's a sense of new excitement and adventure as we begin venturing out again. And people are seriously looking at places they've always dreamed about, especially big outdoor experiences. So take a moment and envision where you might see yourself when you head out again, because it's time. Maybe plan a family reunion, a catch-up on lost time. Find some destinations that offer multi-generational options with villas and open spaces. Maybe a safari is in your future. Check out Speaking of Travel's new Passport Required Small Group Series with a trip to South Africa in 2023 with Outdoor Africa. You'll visit game reserves, national parks, and beautiful Cape Town. You know, a safari is so much more than just a vacation. It's seriously a life-changing experience. An African safari is all about the wildlife. It's not even easy to describe the feeling. When you see lions and leopards and rhinos, oh my, and hippos in their natural habitat up close, it will seriously change the way you look at life. And we can all use some epic change these days. Be sure to visit speakingoftravel.net for more information and come on board. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy.